Welcome back to Florida Man Sports. Ow! Now on this episode, we go over the epic Super Bowl between the Niners and the Chiefs. How the Chiefs won, but more importantly, how the heck did the Niners lose? Mm. Now that the last game of the football season is completed, we look ahead and briefly discuss the needs for our Florida teams this offseason. Now Chicago, they got the number one pick. Should they keep it? Should they trade it? Chris and I will discuss this. It's going to be a great show, people. So sit back, enjoy the ride. This is Florida Man Sports. All right, Chris, the season is over. It is done. Now, we yes. predicted, we reviewed every NFL, everything about the NFL yeah. for the last few months. Right. I cannot believe the NFL football season is over. Can you believe it? Uh, I can't believe it, but at the same time, it, you know what? Let's do an extra cheers to our first season in Florida Man Sports, it's knocking out our first season, yeah. which was, to your point, Johnny, it was, it was a thrill. We had a fantasy football. We mixed everything up, but the game's over. And so for the Super Bowl, Johnny, let's start here. The Kansas City Chiefs are a bona fide dynasty. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Coach Andy Reid. The big three in the NFL does it again, folks. These guys are already talking about a three-peat and running it back. Uh, For this Super Bowl, it was the second of 58 Super Bowls to be tied after regulation. The first played under the new overtime rules, ensured both teams would get the ball. The longest Super Bowl ever played, folks. The most watched Super Bowl. It's going to go down as the the most watched program in television history. 123.4 million viewers watched. The Usher halftime show. I got to bring it up. I got to bring it up. It's a classic. Top three Super Bowl halftime performances of all time. 61,629 people watched it in person. And folks, Florida Man Sports, I'm going live saying this. This is the greatest Super Bowl of all time. You've this, lost your stop, damn mind. Stop! Stop! Get, get stop, out of my face! Stop it! Stop it! I'm what not the heck done. Is wrong with you? What's with this, you, this game, exaggerated nonsense? This game had it all: a wide receiver who throws for a touchdown, catches one as well, a field goal NFL record for NFL Super Bowls. That wasn't enough. We got two of them: Jake Moody, San Francisco, 55 yarder. Ten minutes later, Harrison Bucker says, "Hold my beer!" Kicks a 57 yarder. A blocked extra point to keep the game in reach for Kansas City. Fumbles by both running backs, both sides of the ball. Coaches getting pushed on the sidelines. Coaches forgetting overtime rules. Taylor Swift chugging beer. This game had it all, folks. Six lead changes. The most important one, of course, being Johnny, the one that gave the Chiefs the championship. They became the first team to win consecutive Super Bowls as underdogs. Remember, they beat the Eagles who were slight favorites a year ago. A great, great, amazing game. And again, in this Florida man's opinion, the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, Chris says that because his favorite part was when Usher had his shirt off. He was, he was talking to me about it off the uh, off air. Oh, was, he loved it. Oh. So, like, that's that's thing. Like, you got, yeah, he's, it's better than 20, down 28 to 3 and coming back and winning the greatest comeback of all time. It's better than... Uh, uh, keep, your, drive, keep your Brady hood out of it. No, it's, it's nothing about the Brady hood. It's just the game itself. The, uh, you're down 28 to 3, and, and it's the, the fourth quarter is about to begin in a few seconds, and somehow you win the game. Even the game that you watched in my house against Seattle, Brady drives 90 yards to take the lead, 
And then Seattle goes and drives essentially 75 yards, almost 75 yards, and then a pick in the end zone to seal the victory. I it, don't recall. There, there's so even the, the 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 Titans where they went ahead and they got stopped like just a yard short of the end zone. There's so many great, great. It's it's just the same type of nonsense. These young guys who've been watching football for like two or three years, and all of a sudden now, Mahomes is the greatest. Uh, it's the greatest uh, Super Bowl. I, I want to hear, hear your takeaway on this game. But I'm I am not, going to hear but, it. But, but, but I'm not going to let you it's do that. It's exaggerated nonsense. Because I am a grown old man, folks, and I'm going to give you Christian's top five since you asked for it. And that's going to show you my fanhood. He's, he's like, at, nobody at asked five, for it. At number five. Nobody asked for it. At number five, <laughs> Super Bowl 25, oh, Giants 20-9. to nine, mm-hmm. The wide right game for the Bills. We remember that. Number four, Europe, New England Patriots 28-24 against the Seahawks. Don't think I forgot. Why didn't you give it to Beast Mode? Remember that? I remember that. Mm-hmm. At number three, your to your point, Johnny, your overtime game, the 28-3 deficit. I got this. Listen, this is why people listen uh-huh. to 40-minute sports. I got it down yeah, to a science. Yeah, sure. Number but, two, uh-huh. when the Giants, David Tyree traps the ball in his I helmet. I don't remember that. that kills happened. the perfect that season. Never yeah, right. Never kills happened. the perfect I'm... season for Bill Belichick, Randy Moss, and Tom Brady. Oh. Eli Manning shows that he's his daddy. And now, number one, is this Super Bowl. Now, to tell you, to Johnny's point, that I'm not just about this generation. Yeah, this you, and are, that. you are. About honorable mention. Super Bowl. Super Bowl honorable, 13. Honorable mention. Super Bowl 13. Yeah, Steelers 35. Man. Cowboys 31. The strip back for a touchdown. Terry Bradshaw's MVP performance. Jackie Smith with the drop. A special team fumble. That game had okay, it all. Okay. okay. So yeah, don't, that's, that's don't, enough. Forget, that's don't forget the that's games that happened. That is enough. But that, this that, is the greatest Super Bowl. No, no, no. Yes. This was a Mike good Mike Super Bowl. To, this is this, this generation drives me crazy. There are skinny jeans. And I'm old. I'm and, old. No, no, you're younger than I am, so you follow that generation. Oh, okay, there. Yeah. You're a millennial. <laughs> so, okay. skinny jeans and going ahead. Oh, every little thing. Mahomes, the greatest. The greatest Super Bowl. Never Listen, this was a, a outstanding Super Bowl. But shut up with the nonsense that this is a great Super Bowl. Let me say this. One of the best officiated games I've seen in years. In Preach. years. Preach. Preach. The uh, NFL got wind of you know what we all thought this whole thing was scripted, that the fix was in, and that at least for this game you cannot say that there was no BS, mm-hmm. no controversies with the refs at all. So much props and respect to this officiating crew. For us to acknowledge, you know the fact, even talk about the officiating crew tells you how bad officiating has been because you should never be it should never be a factor in any game. But uh, in this game, it definitely wasn't. Uh, they they let the teams play. The chips land where they may. Now, before I get into the game, it was a great Super Bowl. You're right. It is a great Super Bowl. But the greatest... It calm was. down. It was. It will be. Yeah, it yes, was. yes. It, it's, it was a record, like you mentioned, 100... And uh, um, you know, 120 some odd million viewers. There was points in the game where it was over 200 million people watching the game. 185 million dollars was bet record in this game for you degenerate gamblers that were in this. I bet $100 million in my own money. No, so. let, me, let me say this, though. Make sure you guys understand this. Um, Chris was a benefactor of this. But you do not bet on your team if they make it to the Super Bowl. Yes. I, it's fine. You, you do your thing. You bet. But if your team is, you know, just it's, if you make it there, you don't jinx the you don't you don't throw you don't play with the football gods by going ahead and betting on your team to say that they're going to win it. When you do that, it's oh, it's destined to fail. 
all of the my friends who are San Francisco fans all bet on San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. You just don't do it. Me personally, the only Super Bowl I've ever, only championship game, period, I've ever bet on my team was the Patriots versus Philly. And we all know how that went the second time around. When they won Nick Foles. Went ahead and nobody saw, saw that happen. And they actually went ahead and won that game. That's the only game I've ever bet on. I learned. Don't ever do that. Do not ever bet. Enjoy your team in the championship yeah, game. If, if your team enjoy is in the Super Bowl, why are, you, why are you betting? Like, enjoy the game. I don't understand. Yeah, you, I mean, I'll take your money, Lewis. I'm just saying, why, why, <laughs> why, why are you betting? You know? it, it was something to where you just don't do it. And uh, I learned that lesson, and I hope our listeners that uh, you know that they'll make it to the big game, they won't jinx their team with a dumb last-second bet. Um, <laughs> secondly, this was like you mentioned the, the most watched TV program ever. Now uh, there was it was so many good things about this game, but to say that it's the best ever is just being a little bit you know. Facts? No, no it, it's... It, True story? It, it, it's short-sighted. Oh, you're, you're, you're sitting here God looking at this thing and it's like, oh yeah, this is the greatest Super Bowl ever. No. Now, I could discuss how the Niners you know, lost this game because they refused to rush in the first half. Their third down efficiency was pathetic. Three for 12. Or their two costly fumbles. I can tell you that about that and say, hey, you know what? The Niners lost it. Two costly fumbles. They lost... They were in the red zone They and... and, and Christian McCaffrey fumbled the ball. I can tell you that was the reason. No, Chris. Do you know what lost them this game? Yes. And when they actually lost it? I do. Okay, well, I'm, I don't know where you see it, but I'm going to tell you where I see it. You can tell me afterwards here. Shanahan, the coach, is the one that lost them this game. And he lost them this game in overtime and the coin flip. That's when he lost them this game. No, he no, I, I, that's no, what I'm telling you. Listen, we saw this game. We saw the game, and for decades, the NFL has had a sudden death overtime rule. The first one to score wins, the, the Josh Allen rule, if you wait, was applied, and both teams in the playoffs will get a possession no matter what, except if the defense scores on a pick six. You know, that rule change really changes everything. The old way, you always wanted the ball first. Because the first team that scores wins. Since a new rule virtually guarantees the defending team will get the ball, it only makes sense to defer. By deferring, you know exactly what you need. A touchdown, a field goal. If the team scores any points like San Francisco did with their field goal in overtime, you will have four downs to work with as opposed to only having three. You elect to receive the ball over. You don't do that. Shanahan was playing checkers instead of chess. And in this very evenly matched game, it cost him the Super Bowl by not adjusting to the new rules. That's ultimately what cost him. This was such an evenly matched game. Now, this game was back and forth. You can talk about the fumbles, talk about the interceptions. They were back and forth, back and forth. It really came down to the coaching. Andy Reid showed why he was a better coach. Shanahan showed that what we talked about last show towards like, dude, don't mess this up. You you had, again, a double-digit lead, and again, you blew it because you didn't sit there, th- sit back and think. There's new rules in place. You don't take the ball first in overtime with this playoff rule, with the Josh Allen rule. You don't do it. You defer. 
It's the only time you defer. You go, you give it to them. You give it to them. You allow them to see what they can do. And then you give Mahomes four downs. You went ahead and scored the, the field goal. Knowing now Mahomes knows I got to go for it on four downs. You're not stopping Mahomes on four downs. You you went ahead and he knows a field goal is going to extend the game. Touchdown wins it. And you just gave it to him. That's terrible coaching by Shanahan. Horrible. And you deserve to lose this, lose this because of the fact that you really, were, like I said, were playing checkers instead of chess. I, I, there's so much to like dissect from that. But let me start here. You're talking about a game that went into overtime. You're talking about a game where they had a 10-point lead. You're talking yeah. about a game where yep. they, they had a blocked extra point that would have made this irrelevant. How dare you like blame a coach? I'm, I'm hold on, hold on. Coach. How dare you blame a, a coach who got his team for the second time in four years to the Super Bowl, <laughs> who as offensive coordinator got his team with Atlanta to the Super Bowl? Stop. I, I hate it when Did they when, won when they any lose. of these Super Bowls. I, I do, it doesn't matter because it I does. Hate, it doesn't it does, though, because though. here's why: it takes a village to build a oh team, my, and it say? takes an offensive defensive coordinator. It, it takes everybody, and the fact that you want to sit here, the fact that you want to sit here, oh, okay. it's all because okay. of the overtime because he went with it that is. decision that's, of getting the ball first. That's why they lost no, the game. It's ludicrous. That's why they lost it's the game. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Look, ultimately, ultimately, and every coach in football would agree with this statement: if you want to win the game, don't have to risk it. Don't let it go into overtime. Period. Win it in regulation. So bottom line, it's the nonsense. game was over. Yeah, no, it's but it's nonsense. a fact. So therefore, the game was done. Look, when it's overtime, it's anybody's game. And everybody knows it, especially well, to Johnny's point with no, that new overtime rule. So that to me is ludicrous. No, it, be it's, like, it's not. Let me oh, say, let me say this. He lost the game in overtime. He didn't want the game to go let, overtime, let me, bro. Let me say this. But just, he he no, didn't no, want no. the game to go you, into overtime. You, it wasn't his plan no, to lose Obviously, overtime. it's not. What I'm saying is that since this was an evenly matched game. So those minute things, those little things right. matter. So obviously, okay. both teams turned the ball over in key moments. Both Whatever. defenses played well. Both offenses were struggling. Ultimately, you can talk about, like I said, I can talk to you about the first half where San Francisco should have ran the ball more, where they didn't. I can talk about certain things with the Chiefs. They couldn't move the ball offensively like they, they wanted to. But no, both this was an evenly matched game. So it came okay. down to those minute things, and, and, and ultimately and, and, the blocked extra point. I can I can talk about and, the, the, the two fumbles. Johnny, talk about the pick. Johnny. It came down to Shanahan no. not understanding the rule and understanding to her like, dude, are you serious? Or how about this, you Johnny? defer, defer this, in overtime? Johnny, how about this? How about this? The fool. Or or it came down to this, Johnny. It came down to the fact that Kansas City is a dynasty and the better team won. How about that? And 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 look, going further, we can agree to disagree on this because I already know that you're going to argue this to the death. So let, let's just talk for a moment what this means for both teams. I want to start with San Francisco, and and at least we can agree on this. I think this is going to go down as a as it's going to be known as the best opportunity for San Francisco. You have to a, win lot a, best, a lot of best, uh, the best Super Bowl, the look, best opportunity for the, for the Niners. And they blew it. So this was, in my opinion, the best opportunity for them to win a ring. And we discussed and this last week. Okay? Yes. okay, but I'm Correct. just I'm just saying, right? So you got to, you know, the healthy, I talked about it last week, the healthy McCaffrey and all that. Uh, you had home field advantage playing in Las Vegas, folks. It was a well ref game to Johnny's point. So you really can't blame it on that. And I understand Shanahan fell to 0-2, right? 0-3 overall, if you count the other Super Bowl with the Atlanta, the 28-3 to back. I, I do count it. Okay. He's a okay. bust. Here's some good news. They're fortunate, right, going into this this offseason. They're fortunate to have John Lynch as a GM. They have room to sign slash re-sign talent next season. And teams are going to want to – I give you this, uh, San Francisco 49ers. You're going to have free agents that want to play for you. 
Brock Purdy's the real deal. You've got one more year. We're not. You're not paying him big money. So you're going to have money for San Francisco to sign some talent. So I don't want to hear the questions on the head coach. Remember this, folks, and I want to hear your take on, on, on you know, San Francisco, Johnny, but I don't want to hear about the coach and the criticism because Andy Reid went through similar criticism. He broke through with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, but don't ever forget the years of, of when he had McNabb and the you know, previous years. He was, it was almost very similar dialect. And uh, this coach is a good coach. He deserves to be a head coach in the NFL. What, what, what is your take for San Francisco going into the offseason? Listen, San Francisco has – this was their best opportunity. So moving forward, I don't care what you say. They're not going to have a better shot than they did this year. They're going to lose key players. Yes. Oh, they're going to pick up because Purdy is getting. They have, is, they have the fun story in the back. No, 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 no. Purdy is getting paid. You know, like I said last week, you know, fifteen bucks in a McDonald's, you know, extra value meal, and that's that's kind of what he's getting paid compared to everybody else. But still, they have a lot of players who they pay a lot of money to, you know, and ultimately, Kansas City wasn't that great. So you're talking about the three P. Wow. Nobody has wow. a nobody has a better opportunity for a three-peat than Kansas City right now. Because Kansas City had just won back-to-back championships without their best team. They they they, they won... So, so you're already on the Chiefs. We're, we're, we're talking I'm, about... We're not... I, I'm going to... In general, I'm okay. just talking about everything in general. Right. I don't see it in this year and do this elementary argument like you do. And I can, I can combine oh, everything can in place oh, there. Oh, you're talented. So, so uh, in general, <laughs> with Kansas City, they just won this. They, they traded Tyreek Hill... They lost a lot of key pieces, and they still win because other teams, much like what happened with the Patriots, they overthink. They start thinking like, oh, Belichick, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? And they overthink their game plan. And what Shanahan, Shanahan should have ran the ball. I mean, he corrected in the second half. You know, McCaffrey had plenty of touches. But in the first half, he was pass happy. I'm like, dude, he still had a 10-0 lead. But still, ultimately, he made certain mistakes, and he tried to correct them in the second half, and he did. He corrected them, and it was an evenly matched game. But, man, he, that, that, that blunder in overtime, for him to go ahead and take to receive the ball, to get the ball first in overtime, is idiotic with the new rule. That's what cost him the game. Moving forward, how do you see San Francisco having a better shot than they had this year? Having a better shot? I don't see it. I see running back, running by the same team. I'm like, well, good luck. Kansas City, with a worse team than they had the year before, won the Super Bowl. So they have a better shot than anyone to go a three-peat. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying that all the teams have had the opportunity for a three-peat. Kansas City has the best shot. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, if Andy Reid's coming back, what's going to happen in that? We have fools like you saying Andy Reid's the greatest of all time now, but it's nonsense. For the Chiefs, to your point, Johnny, now we're talking about the Chiefs, right? They 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 are running it back. They admitted already, they already announced that Andy Reid is coming back. So here's why the Chiefs are that good. Because you kept saying it over. You were kind of like beating around the bush about how great they are, right? Not, but not no, beating no, around no, it. But, but you were. But no. here's why. It's because they have the greatest now, now. The greatest coach in NFL history. You're, you're, okay. They you're have lost Reed, your damn mind. Reed has taken Alex Smith. So stupid. Okay, that's a uh, stupid me, sir, thing. You I had heard. your point. Stupid you had your, you had your turn, sir. Reed has taken Alex mm-hmm. Smith to the division round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jeff Garcia division round of the playoffs. Donovan McNabb to the Super Bowl and Mahomes to now six AFC championships and four Super Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Okay. They have the reason why the Chiefs are talking about that three P Johnny is because they have 
the greatest coach in NFL history, with the greatest tight end in Kelsey in NFL history, and with now what they have is Patrick Mahomes on number two, number two, bona fide, all-time great list. And that's care. why they have the best position in the AFC, in my opinion, to run it back next year. A three-peat is very, very possible. Now, that's a lot to digest. I got more on the Chiefs, but that's just three big reasons right there why they're going to run it back next year. Uh, let me go ahead and just... Um discuss a couple of things of the stupidity that came out of Chris's oh, mouth please. right here. I welcome it. The number one quarterback of all time is Tom Brady. Okay. We all know this. We all know you the number wait. two you quarterback say Tom Brady. The number two quarterback of all time is Joe Montana. That's just irresponsible. Period. Wrong. It's what it is. Wrong. Joe Montana. Wrong. Wrong. Joe Montana. Number three quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning. Wrong. Number four, you can argue with me what's it's it's a combination between John Elway and Roger Staubach. And Mahomes, with his victory, just got him to the top five. I have a number five overall type quarterback. That's irresponsible. You, you can see him at number two. That's irresponsible. Mo- Montana, who played in a tougher era, who has four touched, four uh, Super Bowl victories, who has three Super Bowl MVPs, who has never thrown a pick in the Super Bowl. That It's, it's idiotic. To sit here and say, and then you're going to go ahead and then add to that. Let me double down on my stupidity by saying Andy Reid is now the greatest coach of all time. And you, you, the argument always, whether it's Jordan or LeBron, whether it's uh, Brady and, 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 and Mahomes or okay. Brady, like that, it's eras. So you have certain things like in coaching, Bill Belichick and Andy Reid played in the exact same era. And you're going to sit here and tell me that. Reed, with his three rings now, is all, all of a sudden playing the exact same era as Belichick. He's already the GOAT. Belichick has six. Okay? Chuck Knoll, the great co- the great coach for the, the Steelers, has four. Bill Walsh, who changed the game with the West Coast offense, has three. Joe Gibbs, three with the Redskins, played in a tougher era. And all of a sudden now... Andy Reid is the greatest. Andy Reid did the same thing that Mahomes did. He got into the top five as number five. Number five, that's where you're at. Andy Reid with 283 wins in 25 years. Fourth all-time, Belichick, who has over 300 wins. Number two all-time in 29 years. So, Belichick has coached for 29 years, and Reid has coached for 25 years, and significant uh, not only beats him in wins beats him in Super Bowl victories six grace all time Belichick only head coach in in history with seven seasons of 13 plus wins uh the the six rings I just mentioned with with uh New England 12 conference titles 13 seasons with 12 wins or more 17 divisional titles I can go on and on I have so many stats here listing how how ridiculous you're going to sit here and try to tell me that Andy mm. Reid, who does not beat Bill Belichick in any in any category that matters as a coach, and they played in the same era. Okay. But you're going to have a fanboy, so, uh, a fanboy of Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, Andy Reid's a Chris. He has half the Super Bowl. Coaches are not quarterbacks, not tight ends. You can't judge them by just by their wins. Their 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 passing yards, their accuracy. It's simple. With coaches, it's Super Bowl victories. I love Super I, Bowl I, victories. I, I, I even though it. even though Belichick beats them in every other category in wins, in divisional wins, has records of so many different things. Just Super Bowl victories doubles Andy Reid and 
any rate, and Chris will try to tell you, oh, well, Belichick played more. He played, what, four more seasons? Four more seasons as a head coach compared to Andy Reid. And not to mention that Belichick won two Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator for the Giants. But you're going to see and be like, oh, yeah, 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 Andy Reid's better. You've lost your damn mind. So I'm glad I'm glad that Johnny Cinco went in his much-needed rant, as he always likes to do on this podcast, Florida Man Sports here. And that's where you're going to get to different points of opinion because I love it how Johnny Cinco uses some stats to his advantage while some stats don't matter. For what, example, what stats don't matter? For right, example, tell, tell he me. goes, he talks, about the amount, he talks about the amount of wins mm-hmm. that, that he had as a head coach, like if it's so important, but, but or the amount of Super Bowls. But then when it's subjective, it doesn't matter. Look, look, like, folks, like when? look like I'm, I'm going to give it to you here. I'm going to give it to you here. Number one. Number one, it does not matter that you won three Super Bowls because he did, or six Super Bowls because he six. did. It's it doesn't yeah. matter. It does because matter. then that's the Bill Russell argument when you're talking about. Listen, oh stop, God, stop. That's the Bill Russell argument. Oh that's the John Madden argument. Okay, John Madden, John Madden, NFL coach. Ridiculous. That's the same argument. It's it's a combination of wins. It's a combination of strategy because you're a coach. Okay. It's a combination. It's a combination of win percentage. It's okay. a combination of wins overall. Okay. And I'm gonna all Belichick leads and, and, and all of those. And so I'm gonna go tell ahead, you right continue. now. Go ahead, folks. Google it. Bill Belichick started his head coach career in 1991. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid started in 1999. So that's actually eight years, not five, not four, but eight years. He's got an eight-year lead on Andy Reid. Number one. What have you lost? Number two. Your mind? Number two. Number two. Johnny. Oh, you had your chance, sir. Mm-hmm. Number two. Andy Reid is a successful coach with the Philadelphia Eagles, 130 to 93 record, and then 128 to 51 with Kansas City. Bill Belichick was a winning record with Tom Brady. With the Cleveland Browns, 36 and 44. Don't talk to me about the greatest coach in NFL history when you can't do it without Brady, when you can't do it without anybody else, and you have nothing else to hang your hat on. Andy Reid does. He has division championships, Super Bowl appearances. Bill Belichick does not. So, yes, you're right, folks. It takes more than just Super Bowls. Okay. It takes wins, mm-hmm. winning consistently, okay. no matter the obstacle. Andy Reid, congratulations. You got your head. Mount Rushmore, best head coach in NFL history. Now we can move on to Kelsey. Okay, sure. No, 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 we're not going to. Because, let me see, uh, Belichick, who has, you, 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 really, when it comes down to coaching, the only thing that matters as a head coach is Super Bowl championships. Oh, period. No, it That's the Johnny, only thing no, that matters. But according to Chris, no, the doesn't. other things matter. So sure. Not Don only, Shula not, has the most wins. Not only, not only, we're not talking about Don, Don Shula, oh who God. has the most wins, who has oh one Super Bowl right. title. Right. But okay. um, let's just talk about the other nonsense. The, the conference titles. Uh, Belichick has twelve, most all time uh, seasons with. 12 wins or more with NFL Brady. record with Brady. 13 there with Brady. Uh, divisional titles you mentioned he has 17 divisional titles most all time as a head coach the 19 the number of postseason bursts as a head coach is tied with Don Shula there significantly more than Andy Reid it's clear that when you're a Brady 31 fan. playoff victories oh surpassing Andy Reid okay. 302 okay. regular season wins significantly more than Andy Reid, but you want to sit here and talk and talk and talk about these the insignificant things which oh, you want you want you want to say they're significant and still Bill Belichick is ahead you, of you, Andy Reid. You better pray. You better pray and hope that Brady comes you, you, back so you, you can no, get your, no, you, you, you you, your Brady you, fix because when, when it's Brady not that, breaks it's, all these other it's, records it's not, if, without, if you want, without Brady and if Belichick. If you want anyways. to argue, okay, if you want on. to argue that he can only win these things, so we'll okay. see. 
if the only argument you can if have an opportunity. the only argument you can have with me if this was an, an accurate debate but we're getting destroyed right now sure. is if Andy sure. Reid had the opportunity to try to win a Super Bowl without Patrick Mahomes. He did. Because he did. He, he, he did. went to the Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. And then he did lost Bill to Bill Belichick. Did, did, did and he Bill lost. Thank you for bringing that yes, up, Chris. I, I love you, that. And he lost Bill to Bill Bel- Belichick Johnny, Johnny, in the Patriots Johnny, in the Super Bowl. Did Bill Belichick go to any Super Bowl with any other team that he coached? He didn't. End of subject. Oh, yeah. Kelsey. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Bill Belichick. Oh God, Bill Belichick it, had three seasons. Your fanhood. Bill Belichick right. had three seasons yeah, with, uh, without Brady. And, and right, nothing. he didn't do anything. Yeah, he scrubbed. And Andy Reid. Andy Reid had a decade. Yeah. Decade no. without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Zero. Yeah, Zero, he, he, and he then just, he faced the guy that he's he, he faced. He just won Bill Belichick. Games. He he won more games he than he did in Kansas City. Faced, but okay. He right. faced Bill Belichick okay. in the Super Bowl, and right. he got beat he faced, in the Super he Bowl. Brady, it's very but okay. very All similar, right. very similar yeah. to where people are trying to argue about what? Patrick Mahomes and Brady, right. and it's kind of like um, not only does does so, Brady have significantly more championships. They faced so each other since, and he got beat. Since your fanboy just man, literally you, got defeated. You okay, man. You, you, literally, hug? you literally got Chris, smacked. Do you want a hug? No, no, no. You want you, a hug? You with couldn't hang. Listen, the folks that are listening, you couldn't hang on this debate because it's clear that Andy Reid is the better coach. Because clearly, you want to talk it's, about the next subject. And that is that it's, Patrick it's, Mahomes is number two. It's clear that it's all not. time. No, but no. What are you, <laughs> clear, dude? What are you talking it's clear, about? It's clear that you got rocked. What, what are you talking well, about? How, but hold on. How? How did it? How you're leaning on facts with Brady? You're talking more about Brady than. Belichick, and you're talking about that you won? You, no, you don't have a leg to stand on, you, brother. You, you, so let's, you, let's, you let's can, switch you, gears. You, you, no, let's you can sit. Gear. You're trying to argue with me that Belichick is only a product of Brady, which is a fact. And, and which so, is a fact and, after and, he went and, to the Bucks and, and he did nothing. Okay, and then what has Andy Reid done without Mahomes? He's, he has a winning record, which Belichick did. Doesn't. He win a Super Bowl. He has a winning. Did I'm not done. Win a Super I'm Bowl. not done, sir. He did not. I'm not done, sir. He has a winning record without Brady, which Belichick, which Belichick does not have. He has a Super Bowl appearance. Oh, Belichick so does not have. So sorry. And, and and now that Brady's gone, Johnny, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're 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 Belichick. Uh-huh. I know you're a Belichick fanboy, but you guess no, what? I, He's I, done absolutely nothing. The greatest coach, in your opinion, has done nothing. Good job with your argument. Anyway, moving on. The greatest on. coach, in my opinion, has been moving to on. Moving, ten. Well, go ahead, moving on. Moving on. Moving on because you got defeated. <laughs> the number two greatest quarterback of all time is sure. Patrick Mahomes. We already discussed this. Tell me I'm wrong. I already discussed this. It was simple towards how you're you wrong. You will not admit it? You want to admit it? You're, how How is Mahomes the number two with his three Super Bowl rings in a easy era for offensive teams when Montana... Montana was the GOAT, and we discussed this the last episode. Your Montana fan, was the GOAT before... Go, bro. No, Montana let was the go. GOAT before Brady. Everybody knew this. And I'm not going to go ahead and reiterate the same thing I did in the last episode, but Mahomes is not Montana. Montana is significantly better. Peyton Manning is better. Elway, Stahlback is better. All he did with his victory is get him into the top five, which is an incredible achievement. That Now, Patrick Mahomes is a top five quarterback of all time. Outstanding. He does this in seven years. He's an amazing that seven years. The problem is with guys like you, you young guys, mm. and your uh, and your guys who don't have, have no appreciation for the history of the NFL mm. is that you're looking at, oh my God, he has an amazing seven year stretch. Yeah, it's been I've, I've seen it before with Brady, and if he continues in this trajectory, he has the possibility of surpassing everyone. 
He has the possibility to surpass everyone. But as of today, that's where he's at. He's number five. Give me a break. Calm down, premature Chris. Calm down. Everybody wants to go ahead and already crown this fool. You, you don't have to crown him. It's not necessary. He has the capabilities. He has the, the opportunity to be the best. Same way Brady did. Brady took that opportunity and ran with it. But he wasn't crowned the GOAT by winning three when Montana had four. He wasn't crowned the GOAT when he won the fourth one until he won it in an incredible fashion. And then he went ahead still to prove the daughters wrong, won five, won six, and won seven just to shut everybody up. And that's what Mahomes needs to do it's, to really it's, shut everybody it's up. Really, it's really scary to me. Florida Man Sports here, folks. It's really scary to me that if you're listening to this podcast that's 31 minutes and 54 seconds in, that you really understand that Johnny Cinco just has it uh, has a a love for Belichick <laughs> and Brady and just can't get over it. Like, no. like I literally said that he wasn't better than Brady. You notice, folks, I didn't say that. I, I, I said he's the second best, and that was what the argument and he's not, was. And he's not but better than Johnny Montana. wants to go and talk about the greatness of that is Brady. This isn't an argument about Brady, Johnny. Everybody, everybody say it with me. Say it one more time, folks. Say it with me. This is about the second best quarterback in NFL history. He's, he's not. And so I, please, when you say your commentary, please, when you say your commentary, don't bring up Brady again. Let's keep it on what it is. I, here's, I, I, I and, here's, and here's what it is. Patrick Mahomes, seven years, six years uh, in, in the uh, AFC and then the playoffs in the Super Bowl, uh, 14 NFL records and these records, folks. These records that I'm talking about. Uh-huh. When you're talking about how why the easiest be a, era in the NFL more. history. Yeah, right. It's always easy to say when it's easy era. It's, it's why it's, he's it's there. The easiest era. Right. He, right. He's, he's Brady just retired. Like Brady just retired last year, but it's the hey, easiest man, era. It, Your it, argument what, is flawed. What, what not, excuse me, sir. This excuse era. me, sir. I'm not done. Excuse me, sir. I'm not done. Very flawed in the fact that your 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 Brady fanboy just retired. But anyways, fastest to 10,000 career passing yards. Fastest to 25,000 career passing yards. Fastest 100 passing touchdowns. Fastest 200 passing touchdowns. Career playoff passer rating, the best. Career passing yards per game, the best. Passing yards and. 50 games the best passing touchdowns in a player's first 50 games so this and that's in the first 50 games that's that's an asinine stat that's just eight out of the 14 nfl history stats that he has right now and i said this last week folks and i'm going to double down now that he won and that is this if now he did he won if he retires right now let the record book speak for themselves. Joe Montana, all the greats that you name, Staubach, all of them acknowledge not Staubach, but everybody else acknowledges that he is the greatest quarterback short of Tom Brady, and that's a fact. And and all not, Elway, all of them it's, it's acknowledge stu- that's, that. That's just stupidity. They all acknowledge it, it though. It's so just, it's stupidity that they acknowledge it. Is who, that what you're saying? Who, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, it, it, the acknowledgement is yeah. uh, the only acknowledgement you're referencing is like a Magic Johnson, Larry Bird acknowledgement that Jordan is the best. So they were they acknowledge it. There's been no acknowledgement by other these quarterbacks you're referencing that saying Mahomes is the best. And they all say the same thing, man. If I play this era. I'll have double my passing yards. I'll have I would have I would have some rings. It was it's, like this, fun, it's funny because Brady did and he you know didn't do this here so whatever. Okay, Brady Brady has yeah. done. He just retired. This is his first year retired. Brady doesn't have to talk. Brady does Dunkin' Donuts commercials and great Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Give him props on that. Wow. That was the best commercial wow. of the entire Super wow. Bowl. You there, see what I mean? Like that. You hey, see the Dunkings, Dunkings. 
Don King, so, son. La- last what? thing I'll say, we'll have to agree to disagree once again with John. No, you're Siegel, wrong. I'm right. But last thing I'll say about Kansas City going forward now, that we did for San Francisco, for the draft, because they are going to run it back, like they said, they got to focus on wide receivers. They, they they had a really good time with Kelsey, the short game and all that. They made it to the Super Bowl. That's not going to happen again. If they Or sign. They're going to have like $10, $15 million in cap space. Or sign a wide receiver, but they're going to need some talent wide receivers so they can repeat, in my opinion. who do you think? What, what do you think they need so they can repeat next year? Uh, they need a new coach because uh, Kyle Shanahan's oh. not the dude. He's the one to go ahead. He's, he wants. I was talking about Kansas City Chiefs. What do they need? What Kansas coming? City, man. Kansas City. To everyone. Back. To well, Tony didn't even play this uh, Super Bowl because yes. they, they missed a drop. To run it back. Mr. Drop need. hands are going to do anything else here. So, uh, end of the day, with Kansas City, I don't give a damn about what they need. Oh, what they need? They won two Super Bowls in a row. What do they need to three peep? It's uh, ultimately they're going to go ahead. They're playing. They're running on fumes. They want to go ahead and kind of. Whether it's a receiver, whether it's their secondary, whether it's their pass rush, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, you have to sit here and say that I knock it. The dude is an amazing quarterback based on the NFL rules and what's in place right now. Oh my God, bro! Just so, because now Brady, so, so it's kind of like no, it's something. That I, I gave you a list. When Brady was playing quarterback, bet, and I, you I gave you so do a thing. list. When Brady was playing, I never heard any arguments of you about the offensive being so easy because this is the generation. But now that he's retired, now it's an issue. It's almost like you copied exactly what Brady said, and I'm not no, talking about it because the fans are tired of hearing no. about it. But I'm tired of you like talking about yeah, Brady. Like that's it, the like, greatness of, of yeah. Mr. Tom Brady. Okay, that right. he played for so long. All he right. played in both eras. Whatever. So like. He took advantage of both areas. Ultimately, he still have to perform. So Mahomes still has to perform and still do his thing. And I'm not taking away from him. to be a top five in your you're, you're playing for seven years and you're already top five all top time. Top two. But okay. That's a tremendous achievement. Right. But you have people who have hard ons for right. Mahomes like Chris, right. who right. want to oh top two, top two. He's already he's already the top, top two, top two. And some fools who want to say he's the number one overall. The majority of those, people, but okay. Those that are idiotic, those short sides. Those are people who've been watching football Switching. for a couple years who don't really un- appreciate the the history of the game, who haven't really watched the game, who know nothing. It's the same fools who want to go ahead and say that LeBron is better than Jordan. I never. That said same that. group of morons. That. I don't agree say with that, that Mahomes is the goat. You're so the worst. I don't. I, I ignore that as you know, like the same way I ignore Trump supporters. It works the same way. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting your political beliefs come out on talk radio. Yes. Look, folks, we're gonna have to agree to disagree because this guy just won't stop talking about it. So let's switch gears. Florida man sports. Let's talk about the Florida teams before we put the NFL finally to rest. Great season that it was, Johnny. Uh, for the offseason. I'm going to miss it. I, 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 yeah, for real. What what does each team need to do to stay relevant for next season during the offseason? Let's start with Jacksonville, Johnny. What do they need? Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. What a disappointment. Mm-hmm. They have 21 players set to hit free agency this offseason. Uh, it's a similar situation they faced last year. They were able to keep most of the team intact with the exception of the Super Bowl winning tackle, Jawan Taylor. Didn't work out for them. When it was all said and done, tremendously disappointing season. Jacks makes the playoffs after after having a 99% chance to make the playoffs with about six weeks left. That being said, this team has no heart, no toughness, and the little bit that is left is with Josh Allen, their outside linebacker who is set to be a free agent. You got to work out a deal. Franchise, tag him, do whatever you got. You can't let this guy go. He's their best defensive player. And it's not even close. 
Uh, Calvin Ridley. He's a free agent coming. Let that fool go. He's turning 30 and didn't give the team the spark that they hoped for. I was high on Calvin Ridley. I talked about him like, oh, this is the dude. But no, he's been a complete disappointment. Um, the move to make for the Jacksonville Jaguars is to go ahead and let that fool Ridley go. You sign your in-state rival free agent in Mike Evans. Evans, roughly the same age as Ridley. A dependable clutch, something Ridley has never been. Evan and Lawrence would be a duo that would give this team a chance to knock the emerging Texans in the division. It is time for Mike Evans to move slightly northeast to Jacksonville from Tampa and make this Jacksonville team the team that we all expected this past season. I love how Johnny Bayless over here wants to like to put some type of like drama into this. Like all I asked you was what does Jacksonville need to do? And then you go into this tangent about of nonsense. So here here it is, folks. Florida Man Sports. Here's what needs to happen. Trevor Lawrence is your future. We all know that, folks. So you got to start stacking it next to him to help him. Johnny was right on one thing, and that is that Ridley's not the answer. So who is the identity? Mike Evans. Is it a seasoned vet? You could plug in and play someone? Or is it going to be in the draft? Whatever the case may be, Trevor Lawrence needs somebody that knows that for the next three, four Mike years Evans. is going to be his wide receiver. Mike and, Evans. And, 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 and just, just because you're shouting, it doesn't make it true. It's not going to be him. But there are veterans out there. Cooks is always available, I always like to say. Do you see Brandon and Cooks? Then, and, then, and then on... You've lost your damn mind. Overall, folks, overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars need an identity. Who are you going to be? Strong defense, high-powered offense. What is your identity, coach? Speaking of the coach, last thing I'll say about the Jaguars, the coach is going to be on a short leash this season. In my opinion, he will need to have an answer sooner rather than later to keep his job. He's going to be on a short leash, Donnie. I think we can at least both agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. because What a disappointment. Dude, yeah. we talked about this. They were a lock. They had the, one of the easiest schedules of the year yes. with everybody yes. in the league. 100%. And for them, they were like week 10, week 11, 99% chance to make the playoffs yeah. and then just blew it. Right. right. And this oh, debacle, yeah. Horrible. Speaking about blowing it, the Miami Dolphins, Johnny, this offseason, again, we're just talking real early here. What does Miami have to do this offseason to stay relevant into next year? Well, Miami needs a lot. Mm. You know, this, uh, they need to fix their offensive line, they need a better tight end option. They need to extend Tua. They need to add edge rushing depth, uh, potentially fix the cornerback situation, depending on what they, what happens with Howard. It's a bit of a mess with that. Now, last year, they need to figure out the running back room. It's safe to say that a chain, Mostert, and Wilson, they figured that out. I don't know what's going to happen, but still, they figured out the, the running back room. This team, more importantly, needs a culture shift. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, Vic Vangelo quits the Dolphins as a defensive coordinator side with Philly. Now, sources to Vangelo say that the player, um, the problem with the players, especially in the defensive end, but in general with, with Miami, is that they love the Miami nightlife too much. These elite multimillionaire athletes weren't putting in the work needed to be a championship defense. And frankly, if you saw the team on the stretch, it showed. South Beach is tempting. It appears 
without some type of hard coaching or discipline, this team will never reach the potential. Now, you know what I'm thinking right here, Chris? What do you think? Bill? Bill, are you there? Dolphins uh, need well, a defensive you wonder why, you wonder coordinator. Why, you wonder why people... Bill Belichick, coach, one of the greatest defenses of all time, won multiple Super Bowls with the Giants as the coordinator. You are not working. It didn't work out for you. Go back to your division. Bill Belichick, defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. And this team, nobody's going to play with Bill. Bill doesn't play around. Bill doesn't have any emotions. He's, he's barely happy. That's the type of dude you need to go ahead and put these guys in line. South Beach, man, is no joke when you got money, when you're an athlete, when you're famous. And that's, that's always been the problem with the Dolphins. The Dolphins haven't won in forever since their perfect season. They had so many years with Marino. Marino should have been... Arguably, honestly, Marino should have been the greatest coach of all, greatest QB of all time. And he just couldn't win a Super Bowl because he plays in Miami. And the, the temptations that come with Miami are my, they come with it and it affects it. And this team is so good right now. They need that spark. They need an outstanding defensive coordinator. And, uh, Hey, you couldn't get a, a head coaching position there, Belichick. Andy Reid, like you said, is probably going to come back next year. Hey, Bill, go back to defense. Let's focus on that. Win Miami a championship, spite the Patriots. Get it done. Bill Belichick, defensive coordinator, Miami Dolphins. Championship, Miami Dolphins. Do you, You're welcome. Do you genuinely believe that the second greatest coach ever is going to want to be <laughs> defensive coordinator for the main don't. Is that what you're telling people, Florida man sports? Is that what you're telling Miami fans, dude? You're, you're, I'm, I'm getting dumber listening to your rhetoric. Look, folks, and it, you know what's funny about this is that I actually, on, on my, in my opinion, what I honestly had to say about the Dolphins was this: they don't need, they don't have any holes. What they have is a problem at the, at the coaching position. And nobody's going to want to admit it. Nobody wants Are to admit it. Are you going to see and say them again? Stop. Oh, you got to be Nobody me. wants to admit it. The coach that's so cool. The coach that's running to the, to, I, I, to the I tunnel. Coach, that's the, the cool coach, right? The cool coach that everybody wants to play for, blah, blah, blah. He reminds me of a better version of Raheem Morris. And so we've been there. We've seen that. And we know that. So that only takes you so far. And that's what happened this year. So, even though Johnny went in one of those famous rants that he went into just now, I got to say this. I think that this is another coach who's going to be on a short leash because Tua is not your answer. Mm-hmm. He's not your answer at quarterback. Who's better? Who's and, the guy? And, and who who's the I guy would see, Who I could see taking over that team and who I could see having better success in that team is someone, not a defensive coach, Johnny, the head coach, Mike Vrabel. I could see somebody like that take this team to the next level. Mm-hmm. Because again, I think honestly, and again, like I said, nobody wants to admit it, but it's going to be the coaching position that needs to change. And again, if Miami starts slow, if Miami is say a 500 team, six, seven, eight weeks in, he's going to have to go yeah, he, because he, the team is too talented on both sides of the ball. It's not a defensive coach that they need. They need a leader. And this coach is not. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike Vrabel, which is a good coach. But he, you're right. He led the, the Tennessee Titans to so many Super Bowls and won so many. How many did he win, Chris? Zero. Because all of a sudden now, this guy who didn't lead the Titans anywhere, 
like all of a sudden now is going to go ahead and and lead them talent to and team, oh yeah Johnny. oh the talent fable what Fable's team has more talent? John, 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 Johnny, 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 I'm going to call you Nonsense. on this. What team has more talent, Johnny? The Miami Dolphins or the Tennessee Titans? What team has more talent? Miami Dolphins. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about, brother. The coach being there. Okay. Come on, man. This is chestnut checkers. Titans. You, you're, you're not prepared for this the, debate. The, 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 you're not even ready, dude. Come I, are, on. Are, you, are you trying to steal break. the same argument I had with, with Shanahan that he was playing you know, checkers, not chess, but you're trying to use it against me? I have like, no, no idea what you're talking about. So, um, no, because Vrabel had... The number one seed with Tennessee and loss. Vabrol had at, at the time the number one running back in the league and a great defense and couldn't get it done. So he had great regular season stats and in the playoffs he choked. But all of a sudden now he's the guy that's going to go ahead and lead like, this Miami like, Dolphins like team. Like we said, it's very early. That's for Jacksonville, Miami. We can agree to disagree there. Let's talk about the greatest team in Florida, the best team this year, even though you said they weren't. You were wrong. I was right. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Johnny. Tell me something good. Be real. What do they got to do this year to run it back? That's why I'm always real, son. Oh, well, what do they got to do to run it back? Ever this is right Listen, <laughs> if you asked me a year ago, I would say this team needs a quarterback. Now, uh, Mayfield did enough to warrant a team-friendly long-term deal. So I'll give you props for Mayfield. He did his thing. The Bucks were one of the best point-preventing teams this year. But they were also near the bottom in yards allowed. So how can you see the – you see the problem here, Chris? The problem here is pass defense. They gave up the the fourth most passing yards to their opponents last year. And they didn't necessarily play the the most devastating offenses last year. So that's a big concern. So they need to address their pass rush issues. They blitz more than most of the league at 40% while issuing less than 20% pressure rate. That's at the bottom. I understand the Bucs will most likely lose Evans. I don't think he's going to resign with them. But their primary focus needs to be on their pass defense. And the players that can actually put pressure on the quarterback. So for me, all your efforts, Tampa, all of them need to be on the defensive end. So that's the main focus for me. I feel with Tampa, they Baker has achieved more than I thought he would. Again, props for that. But you're not gonna if you can re-sign Evans, great, but you're not going to. In my opinion, I don't think you're going to. And those are the issues I have. As usual, folks, Florida Man Sports here. Johnny is Almost right, but not right enough. Okay. So you, you're right about one part. We got to spend some draft picks and some money on the defense. Here's the good news, folks. The Bucks got money. Top five in cap space finally after the Brady, uh, you know, cap issue that we had. So, yes, Johnny, you're right. We do need help on defense. But there's two things specifically the Bucks need to focus on to run it back. You got a six-foot-one Baker Mayfield. You're going to re-sign him. You're going to re-sign Mike Evans. You heard it here first. It's going to happen. And when it does, I'm going to sell you to listen to this episode. But that's all going to happen. But what we really need is we got to protect this guy. He's six-one. He's not six-five. He's not six-six. Those little inches count. <laughs> so you're going to need to protect the guy on the offensive line. That's number one. And then number two, to Johnny's point, you're going to need linebackers. You're going to need cornerbacks. You're going to need defense. So for the draft and for free agency, focus on the offensive line and focus on the backfield. If the Bucs can do that, Johnny, they are going to run it back. They're, they're very well going to run it back. Yes. Enough said. No, dude. I mean, right now, 
we'll see what happens. The Falcons are making a push. They've hired a new quarterback, new coach. And I'm interested in seeing what the former Bucks coach does with this Falcons team. So last year I had the Saints really as win the division. I was wrong. I was barely wrong on that. The Falcons right now. The Bucks are still the team to I beat, think, yes or no? Uh, I think the Falcons wow, are dude, the nope. team to beat right now. So I want to see what the Bucks do. Whatever. The Bucks actually go ahead and Whatever. handle this issue. I just told you what their issues Whatever. were. Whatever. Their pass rush is a joke. Their Whatever. pass defense is a joke. They need to address those issues. If they do, we'll have a discussion. But, of course, we'll have a discussion closer to the NFL season. So, Chris, season's over. Now, we look forward to seeing what teams do this offseason to improve. But a source just confirmed a list of teams that have reached out to the Bears. And we, I, I hinted at this in the uh, the intro there. And their teams wanted to see what would it take for the number one overall pick. Now, before I give you the list of teams that inquired to the Bears and say, hey, what is it going to take? Should the Bears trade that number one overall pick again for the second year in a row? Should they? Yes. Yeah, they should. Okay. And they should. You're talking about the Bears, right? They should because Justin Fields is the answer. And and if you don't think that he's the answer, you are the problem. Justin Fields has done enough on the field to show that he's a prolific quarterback if he has the right system and the right coach. So they, they shouldn't trade it. They shouldn't trade that pick that, in your opinion. That's what I just said. They shouldn't. They should not. Right. They should not trade him. Absolutely not. Not the pick. Not and and furthermore, I would argue that not not now is the time. Like now is the time. If if um if you want, look at what the Texans did, Johnny. The Texans they got the number one quarterback and the number one defense as far as rookies. That's why I'm telling you that. Like instead, build around it. That's my point. Like you've got every opportunity here, but Justin Fields is your guy I because know. I know I, I, know I know what you're talking about. You're talking about trading the pick for a quarterback, but they already have that. So what? What else? Do you I, I do? don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see anything from Justin Fields that warrants that. You know, you're. I get it. With Justin Fields, your QB needs some type of stabilization with the offensive coordinator, and unfortunately, this kid Fields has had a different one every year. Unfortunate, yes, but I've seen enough of this kid to know he's not the guy. What twenty five hundred yards? Fake news. 2,500 yards, 1,600, I mean, excuse me, 16 touchdowns, nine picks. That's the that's those numbers going to keep assuming they're willing to move the pick. The price will be more than what the Panthers gave up last year. You know, to recap, the Panthers gave up the number one wide receiver and more, number nine pick, a second round pick, this upcoming first round pick, and next year's second round pick. These were the teams that who have confirmed to have called the Bears to inquire for the number one pick. I'm going to give you the list, Chris. I still disagree with you on that. I feel they need to trade Justin Fields. He's not the dude. But the commanders, they called to go ahead and say, hey, we want to go ahead and trade that. That makes sense. The Patriots have called to say, hey, what's it going to take to go ahead and trade for this pick? The Giants, that makes sense. They have Daniel Jones. They they gave this fool so many so much money that doesn't make any sense to anyone. So that makes sense. Even the Minnesota Vikings called to inquire about the number one overall pick. That makes total sense. They didn't re-sign Cousins. They're trying to figure out what they want to do. You know, they they the, the backups they had with Jada Pickett Smith didn't work out. 
But the team that surprised me the most, Chris. Before you tell me that, before you tell me that, I'm going to stand by my statement, Johnny. The Bears don't need to trade that pick, and they don't need to draft a quarterback. They, they should. They need to do what the Texans did and build talent and cultivate this kid. But go ahead. Tell me who was the other the team. The Texans did. The Texans, they had – and for what I know is that every quarterback I have ever seen, and, and you, Chris, every quarterback we've ever seen, you got that, that the little glint of, oh, this dude's legit. Within one or two years. What's, what's First or two. You knew right away that Peyton Manning, John Elway, Tom Brady. any It's a glint. Any little thing that you have there. Any glint. Glint? Glint. No, glint. You moron. So, any little thing you see towards kind of like, all right, this, is, this, is, this guy has it. I didn't see any of that from Justin Fields. So what other what other teams? Those so are Justin teams Fields looking, looking so, for what, so is, what is the other team? Ultimately, those teams we saw that they're inquired about it. Mm-hmm. The most interesting one for me was the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. The Philadelphia Eagles reached out to the Chicago Bears to see, hey, uh, what's it going to take for the number one overall pick? That's confirmed. That is confirmed. Okay. Now wow. that's interesting to me because you know, for me, what, what's What's the biggest shock here, Chris? You know, for the Eagles to inquire, that is something interested. Yeah, you're only making this move to get a quarterback. And are you done with Jalen Hurts? Why would they make the call? Do they have PTSD remembering the Car- the Carson Wentz contract? Are they having buyer's remorse? Are they looking to move on from their high price quarterback? I mean, uh, thinking about it, Hurts is a Chicago-style quarterback, power-running quarterback, average arm, accuracy. Eagles can use the funds to revamp their defense, maybe trust the rookie to be a game manager. It might work. Now, this you know would cost the Eagles quite a bit. You're kind of opening up a can of worms there, right? Because if they trade, you're assuming or you're insinuating that they're going to trade Hurts, right? And you're insinuating that they're going to trade. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. You're insinuating that's going to happen, right? So there's going to be a trade at quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks are going to switch places, correct? Okay. So then you're insinuating that if they're trading places, who are they drafting with the number one pick? A quarterback? Yeah, because you don't make this move without going. That's what I disagree with you, Johnny. But that's what I'm saying. You're trading quarterbacks to draft a quarterback. And that's my point. The only reason that that would make sense for Philly, in my opinion, is that you're trading quarterbacks because you're not going to draft a quarterback and you're going to build around this kid like I'm saying the Bears need to do. So, like, you're right back in step one, in my opinion. You see what I'm trying to say? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. That, that to me, a team who just went to the Super Bowl last year, a team who made the playoffs this year, the Bucks beat them down. And, you know, it, it, uh, that's a team that has high hopes this coming season. And to just do a knee-jerk reaction and trade for a quarterback and a number one pick? So, let me ask you. Let's, let's think about this further. They, they, they get the quarterback. And they get the number one pick. Why are they picking a? Tell me why they're picking a quarterback at that point. You talking about the Eagles? Yeah. So they trade right. It's so, simple. It's it's they had. Remember what happened with Carson Hurts? I mean, Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. They went and paid the money, and it just a disaster on there. Nick Foles ended up winning the Super Bowl for them. Right. So they went ahead and gave you know Jalen Hurts a record deal, and with this last season, it's very possible they have buyer's remorse. It's very possible for them towards kind of like, man. We're, we're, they have to now pay this guy so much money, whatever, $50 million or whatever nonsense, right. like $45 million a year. It's possible to see, they want to see, hey, do you want, you know, Hurts? If I'm Chicago, 
I'm really thinking about it. Jalen Hurts is a legit quarterback. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. He possibly was a, could have won the MVP. MVP front runner. Went to the Super Bowl. Fun. He's he's the Chicago style quarterback. Like I just mentioned the style that they are. Like you know, Fields isn't the guy. So it's possible you want to go and do that. Do you want to pay this man? Eagles fans like I don't want to pay this man. Like I paid Wentz. And Wentz did nothing, and we had to get rid of him to do nothing. We went ahead and won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. So it's possible they went ahead and realized the errors of their way, and they want to move on from it. So I don't know. I'm just saying that it's very possible that's exactly what they're thinking. It's where they're like, you know what? We're ready to move on from We'll take our chance with Caleb Williams. We have a good defense. We'll try and see what we can do and build this guy. And with Jalen Hurts, it's it's – I like the known to the unknown. What right. I know is that Jalen Hurts is a Pro Bowl quarterback that led you to the Super Bowl with Caleb Williams. There's so much unknown, but so much upside. People are talking about this kid. Like I remember what they talked about with Peyton Manning. And who's to say that they're going to go ahead and, and, and go with him at the draft pick position anyway, right? We'll see. You're, and, you're and, wrong. And so, you're you're and wrong. So without wrong. knowing who... Uh, they're going to end up drafting. When you talk about Jalen Hurts and all that, and, and, and who Caleb Williams, that's all hypothetical. So, look, ultimately it's this. If Philly is legitimately interested in in trading for him, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going for a quarterback because Hurts, you know, would be being – excuse me, Hurts will be traded and they're getting a quarterback in return plus whatever draft capital. So, look, at the end of the day, it, this is what's fun about the offseason. Johnny and I will get more into this as the season goes on and, and offseason goes on rather. But listen, folks. As we move forward, the NBA, the NBA season is just heating up. The finals, the playoffs, all that is right around the corner. Hey, what do you think about, I forgot to mention it, tonight, the Orlando Magic retired Shaquille O'Neal's number 32. Why do you want to bring that up right now? I was saying, like, why do you want to bring that up right now? They went ahead and retired. I think it's a great move. It's the greatest player that's ever donned the Orlando Magic jersey. That's great. So, so you you okay with that move? Yeah, no, nobody cares. So, listen. Are you kidding me? Die hard, die hard. Orlando Magic fans, no. And we don't care. The greatest a, player. Oh, I'm lot. sorry. That ownership screwed up that contract. It's if anyone see the 30 for 30 a, for ESPN, it's a, it's a lot, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You one-sided newscast. Listen, folks. It was a lateral move, but I will say this: Congrats, Shaq. Great, you got your jersey retired. Are you serious? That not, means, not. That means absolutely nothing. You don't to me. recognize Shaq as the greatest Orlando Magic of all time. He's not. Who is? The greatest? Yeah. Paulo Bencaro. Oh my God. Paulo Bencaro. Oh my God! Yep, it's Paulo Bencaro. I can't even look at you. Paulo Bencaro. No, I'm just okay. joking. I'm just joking. Listen, the greatest, the greatest Magic player of all time. It's not going to be. It's the, Shaquille it, O'Neal. It's not, it's not Shaquille O'Neal. It's Shaquille it, O'Neal. It's 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 not. It's uh, Steve Francis. No, I'm just kidding. The greatest Magic oh player. God. The greatest Magic player, in my opinion, of all time, is always going to be. It's Fat Sean Kemp. It's going to be Daryl. Fat Sean Kemp. It's going to be Daryl Armstrong. And I'm being serious about this. Oh my god! The greatest Magic oh player. He he oh, was the heart and soul. He was the heart and soul for Magic yeah. fans. Oh it wasn't god. the stats. It wasn't that he started. Because yeah, it, it wasn't. No, but it was it was Daryl Armstrong. He was on four different types of teams. He was on teams that won games. This he was on Daryl Armstrong. Yep. 
Oh my God! What is wrong the with the greatest is, Matt? Okay, I'm gonna. Great, I'm a, I'm, you brought I'm gonna it go, up. You I'm, brought I'm, it up. So yeah, I'm gonna school you. It's Shaquille O'Neal. No, it's not. Shaquille no, O'Neal is the greatest player no, ever as Don no, Orlando Magic uniform. That's not true. It's, it's not that's the fault of Shaquille O'Neal that the true. ownership that's was so short sighted and such terrible ownership Shaquille who can't recognize who wanted to resign with Orlando. So let me ask you something. Since you want to bring this up, I'm gonna have to school you. You've got to be kidding me. I'm gonna have to educate you real quick. So let me ask you something. Did Shaquille O'Neal take the match to the final? Yes or no? Yeah. So did Dwight Howard. So who's better? Shaquille O'Neal. No, I'm not Shaquille done. Shaquille O'Neal. Me, sir, you had your turn. Shaquille Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Shaquille. 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 We know how to know his, pronounce his name. Uh, Dwight Howard played more seasons with Orlando. Dwight Howard okay. took the Magic to the finals. Dwight, Dwight Howard has more points, more rebounds than Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. So oh, why oh. is he not retired? It's because when we retire yeah. somebody, when we do it right, it's not Shaquille, it's not okay. Dwight Howard, it's Daryl Armstrong. And Orlando okay. Magic, uh, CFO, if you're listening, do us right. Put Armstrong's jersey in the banners where it belongs. Dwight Howard just played, had actually signed an extension with Orlando because Orlando learned from their t- terrible mistake. And they just thought that Shaquille O'Neal at that time – you got to be kidding me. He's not worth $100 million. No player is, which is short-sighted, which is literally, like, I'm not even going to... Nobody pun, paid for pun, players back then, Tony. Pun intended. Nobody pun, paid players, What I'm about Tony. to say, pun oh intended, Mickey Mouse organization. To where it's kind of like, they were, they couldn't see the, uh, the, the really what it came down to, like, uh, yeah, you do. When a player like this is going to bring you the revenue... Now, just the revenue, the championships, if they would have re-signed Nobody Shaquille O'Neal, paid. they would have had the championship that every Orlando Nobody fan paid. craves. Nobody but they're not players. going to because the Voss family refuses to pay a player what they're worth. And this is why Orlando Magic will never win a championship. This is why Johnny, never this is why Johnny wants to, to hang win on to a what happened in 1997. Listen, Yo, folks, how back, many, how many back in that time, nobody paid players that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Now it's ridiculous. The now LA Lakers did. Now and the LA Lakers like Draymond, Draymond got the Green. benefits now of the Now players like Draymond Green get $30 million a year. It's ridiculous. This is, gonna, this is my point when I say, folks, that just as the NFL season is ending, the NBA season is heating up. So you're going to want to stay tuned. Johnny Cinco is going to have something ridiculous to say when it comes to NBA talk. Um, Yours truly, Florida Man Sports, is um, always going to have your back with the yeah, stats that matter. Get it. Going forward, you're not going to want to miss out. He's Johnny Cinco. I'm Christian. We're out, folks. Woo-hoo.